So here's my wonder. Is it better to be a man for all seasons or a man ahead of your time? This is for All the Saints podcast on February 15th, the feast day of Thomas Bray. Now I have to confess, I grew up in Maryland and during my high school years was rather a nerd about Maryland history, but I don't remember any mention of Thomas Bray. According to James Kiefer, he was sent to Maryland in 1696 to do a survey of the state of the church in that colony. Now, this may seem like an odd uh, errand for a, for a country parson to run, but uh, it was meaningful at that time in the history of Maryland because before the Acts of Conformity came in, uh, Maryland was still actually a Catholic com- colony in which um, in which the the Anglican Church, the Church of England, was something of a of a minority. Now, it said that Bray only spent about ten weeks in Maryland. That's about as long as it took for him to assess the the rather stark situation of the church there. He found it a place that was low on education and low on the the formal ways of putting together ministry for the church, uh, certainly not clergy, but also uh, lay pastoral ministry. And so while he was there, he worked hard to begin to set up some libraries and some, uh, you know, machinations, some uh, some methods within the church to begin to train people to, to spread God's word and to care for the members of the church uh, who were who were there in the in the colony of Maryland. He also saw some things while he was there that greatly disturbed him. Bray was uh, kind of witnessed firsthand in a way that many in England at the time, particularly in the rural parts of England where Bray had ministered, he witnessed slavery for the first time and he witnessed the, the displacement of native peoples to make room for the growing cities of the colony. And he took that back to England with him and, and became for his time a, a stalwart um, opponent of slavery and a, and an it, it, kind of a emancipation uh, preacher. He also worked with the legislature, with the parliament there in, in England to try, and, um, to try and make legislation that would ease the burdens of, of native peoples and, and provide some form of, of rights for uh, enslaved persons. He continued his work with education there and uh, ultimately started uh, several libraries and, and the concept really of a lending library in in England, and went on then to turn his considerable attentions and and relationships to the question of of prisons and particularly debtors' prisons. Recall that in that era of of British history, one could be sent to prison simply for having the outstanding debt, and these debtors' prisons were were horrible places. They weren't. Uh, you know, not that that contemporary prisons are really uh, in any way unhorrible, but uh, the the notion of a of an English prison during the 17th and early 18th century was really just a, a place where uh, where folks were kept and and kept used very uh, used very uh, loosely. There was no provision of food. It was the the family of the 
of the the inmates that needed to bring their food and and wash their clothes and and things like that and so uh, men mostly men uh, just kind of languished in debtors prison because in many ways they were the if they were the sole source of of income for their family then uh, the debts that they were imprisoned for were by no means being repaid and um, the the debts actually continued to grow until very often other members of the debtor's family were also consigned to prison and and whole families were imprisoned or or sent off into the service of other people um, in order to in order to pay debts and and this was a part of English society that that really bothered James Bray as well and seemed uh, really out of character for a for a country that that had a church that a country that was uh, at least in its own mind a Christian nation and so he worked on prison reform uh, and and went so far as to to actually work a little bit with General Oglethorpe who was uh, you know the the founder of the Georgia colony, and to encourage him to to found Georgia as a place that would accept debtors um, as as colonists. And and while we may look at this as, as still a rather harsh and cruel way to treat folks who who carry debt, um, we at least see that it, this gave the debtors an opportunity for a for a new, albeit hard. I can't really imagine. Uh, colonial Georgia, uh, with the heat and the swamps and 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 the mountains and all of that, but it uh, gave debtors a, a way to become enfranchised in something different, uh, to put their old life behind them. In fact, in a in a certain you know maybe cloudy respect, this was a this was a vision of the redemption uh, that that is offered by Christ to to really put debts behind you. Uh, in that way that Jesus says uh, in the Lord's Prayer, forgive us our debts or forgive us our sins in the way that we forgive our debtors. And uh, and maybe we can see in that a little bit of the, the wisdom of Thomas Bray to, to find a new path forward for for debtors. In all of these ways, Bray was a, a man well ahead of his time. It would take another uh, century, perhaps, before we started to get serious questions raised in England about the role that slavery played in, in both the British and the, the co- colonial um, Systems and, and we wouldn't see true prison reform for for a long time. But but Bray is remembered as one who took his faith that seriously. And though he was not in and of himself a, a cultured man, a, a man of the city or the university structures, he was a deeply faithful man and a deeply persuasive man. And so I think as we we wonder what the takeaway is from a from a story like that of Thomas Bray, uh, I think it's it's encouragement for us to no matter what our station in life, whether we are uh, whether we're you know in the halls of power or uh, out away from them, whether we're ordained people or lay people, uh, whether we're in a in a plight or or you know really living the 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 charmed life. Uh, we should always keep our eyes open for those that are struggling and ask ourselves the hard questions about the, the source of their struggle and, and be willing to say the difficult things and be willing to, to do the difficult things that would bring about the betterment of, of the lives of other people so that we can all come to the fullness that, that God has prepared for us. For All the Saints podcast is produced and edited by me, Art Callahan. For more information on today's celebration, back episodes, or to suggest future saints for our consideration, 
please check out our website, fatspodcast.com.